Hey guys, it's Jillian and Melina, and thanks for tuning back in to I've Been Thinking. Please enjoy this next episode. That was perfect! Hello, hello everyone! Oh. Hi guys! It's Mel and Jillian, and we are currently driving to LA to get piercings. A single helix piercing. A single helix piercing for Jillian. Me, I'm still debating on if I'm going to get one. We'll see. It'll be a spur of the moment decision. But, yeah. And we're going to get Alfred's coffee. And then we're going to get kava. Y'all, I've been craving kava for so long now. And Melina and Adelaide keep going to LA and they never bring me back once. You went twice. We went once. Oh, yeah. You went twice. Twice. And did not give it to me either time. Am I not supposed to be in this line? Oh, wait, no. No, I you're good. But anyways, as we're driving, we figured we would do an episode. So this episode, we're going to be talking about our personal flaws. And I can tell you, Melina's, she's a big, fat, meanie pants who is mean to Jillian. I thought you were going to cuss. I'm like, Jillian, no cussing. No. No, no cussing. I am not going to say a single ounce of profanity this episode. No, no, no. Okay. Because I make my parents proud. So, we thought about, like, oh, we could say what we think our own flaws are. But then Jillian was like, what if we ask the roommates what our flaws are? Because then yeah, we get and an the outside roommates perspective. are the least ingenuine people ever. Because they literally went, you guys don't have any flaws. I'm like, oh. yes, we do. Yes. <laughs> you were so close. <laughs> you were so close. Just bull. I call bull. I call bunny slippers on that. But There's no okay. way you don't think we have any flaws. So then we went ahead and we uh, put a poll out on our stories. Um, thank you for those who contributed. To whoever said that we are bots, um, <laughs> screw you. Uh, <laughs> but other than that, um, a lot of them were about Melina's mommy milkers. No, 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 no. That is a direct quote from multiple... We Input. thought we would get serious responses. I was like, everyone gives serious responses. Like, this is for the podcast. We want to talk about it. Okay. And then... But on a serious note, shout out to whoever said that I have no flaws. Shout out to you. Shout out to you. You're a real that. one. Making me feel good about myself. <laughs> and then Lizzie tore me to shreds. No, okay. We'll go through all these first. And then we'll talk about Lizzie's last. Because Lizzie's was, like, actually really good. But she told us in person. Yeah. So, we're going to start off. The first one is about me. Falls for the wrong guys. You do. I do. It's like a really bad trade. Oh. It's really bad. You choose it's guys really who you know bad. are bad for you. It is really bad. But like, is that a flaw? Like, does that affect my character? I think that is your character. Well, like, your character is not choosing guys, but like... I guess so. I, I feel like it's like a character flaw in the sense of like, you choose people who you know are bad for you because you refuse to like deal with reality no yeah i was i talked to my mom about this and she's like you choose guys that don't treat you the best when you have had guys who are like genuinely really good guys and then you just brush them off and i'm like no because you yeah. met some like really nice guys like um, i have whoever the nerdy one was <laughs> we're not gonna we're not, we're not you know saying, who I'm talking i know who you're talking no, you're, about like he was so sweet what yeah. happened to him you ghosted him why he was nice to you oh no I don't God forbid somebody's nice to Melina I think the problem with me is I like the guessing game Or like I'm used to the guessing game of being like Do they actually like me? Do they actually want me? Oh my gosh they texted me Wait they didn't text me today Like I like the emotion, emotional turmoil too much That one it's easy I'm like 
nothing's wrong. Um, Something so is going to go wrong. what are you going to do if you actually get into a relationship and it's like, I don't know, a healthy, stable relationship? You're uh, like, I he doesn't love me enough. He doesn't love me. He's not making me second guess. <laughs> I don't know because I've never been in a situation like that. So I guess I would have to wait and, and see. And you say you have nothing to talk to your therapist about. I really don't. You could talk to her about this. But it's not this something is that I really... Therapy but it's not necessarily that's literally one of the reasons why I went to therapy but like I I don't really care about fixing that so there's no point in going well I suppose if that's your mentality I mean I would like to fix that about myself but like you know I feel I like it's not worth it for Melina. okay she doesn't care enough I don't care enough about certain things about anything about anything <laughs> but with that specifically it's like I have come across too many guys who do not care so why am I going to try to fix myself to be better for these guys who do not care? I feel like that's valid. So I'm I'm just kind of like, I'll come across a good guy eventually. I feel like if I were to come across a good guy, it would work out. Because I'm kind of at the point in my life where I'm like, I'm kind of done messing around with guys who don't care. Again, the sex in the city thing. You know, yeah. they got a point. They have when your flip point. turns on, it's time to flip. When your flip turns on, it's when time to flip. Is that a call? I mean, I'm not necessarily I mean, wanting to get married. Like, that's a call. But, like, it goes for dating, too. That is literally not a call. I'm sorry. It's hard for me to see. My my mirrors are cloudy. Your mirrors. <laughs> um, and then the next one is about Jillian and says, doesn't believe in herself. <laughs> I don't. Would you like to elaborate? No, I feel like that's pretty self-explanatory. I don't believe in myself. The next one, Melina, taste in men, dot, 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 frat boys. I don't... Ah, you forgot to say the barfing emoji. Oh, then there's the barfing emojis next to it. The thing is, I don't always go for frat boys. Yeah, majority of the time they are. Not a majority of the time. Most of the time. I'm thinking, I'm thinking. They have fratty personalities. No, not, not necessarily fratty. fratty. Not necessarily fratty personalities. You know what frat boys you should go for? You should go for the pre-med frat boys. The pre-med I frat was boys. Talking to, I, I was at my sorority earlier today for our philanthropy, and I was talking to one of the girls, and I was like, you know what? We need to stop going for <laughs> frat boys. We need to go for the pre-med frat boys. That way they're smart and they're attractive. Gotta, gotta set yourself up for the future. Be a stay-at-home wife. You know what I'm saying? Stay-at-home wife. Um, I'm sorry. I'm trying to... Okay. Give me one second. There's one. The one that my sister put that's, like, extremely long. I'm trying to, like, Oh, it, it says that you're too competitive. Okay. So, the next one is from my sister. It's anonymous, but she decided to put no, her yeah. name okay. down. For those of y'all who put your names on your submissions... Why? Why? <laughs> We told you it was anonymous, and then Josie signs all of her Josea. So like, we know it's you now. Grace went. This is Grace, and even though it's anonymous, I'm putting my name anyway. And Melina's flaw is that she gets too competitive when we play Mario Super Sluggers, or just we in general. I am a very competitive person. You are. I we got we got in this conversation the other day, not about being competitive, but about how I just don't like when things don't go my way, and no, I can okay, sometimes no, get pretty pissy know about what it. Happened? We're trying to make plans with Via to, like, go to L.A. and get piercings. And obviously, it, like, low-key fell through a little bit. But I told Melina, like, oh, Via and I are going to go on Friday. And she starts pouting and going, 
story of me being like I just don't like when things go my way so I also do get very competitive and growing I mean I feel like this is just an older sibling thing in general like we don't like when the younger sister or like sibling beats us at things like it's annoying I mean I'm not the older eldest sibling but yes I feel the same way exactly so that was Grace's flaw for me which like yeah I I, I guess if you go to an extreme I could see it as a flaw all right Seven you're, is you're about you. Giving all the fun ones. I'm reading them off in order. Oh. What do you mean all the fun ones? This is literally all people wrote. Yours is, she can sometimes be super nice that I feel as if sometimes she lets people walk over her by doing others favors and never getting rewarded back. Dang. I wonder who wrote that, Josea? But she didn't sign it. No, that was Josea. Oh. Josie, okay, so it's the other day we were sitting down and I was like, sometimes I feel like people just take advantage of me. She's like, yeah, you let people walk all over you. You're so nice to people. And I'm like, oh, okay. I'll stop being nice. Which, like, I agree with. I don't but think I'm it's also like, I do it because I like it. Like, do I get pissy when people, like, don't return it? Yes, because that's just basic human decency. I'm sorry your mama didn't raise you right, but raise you. Leave me alone. I'm sorry your mommy didn't waste you. <laughs> well, I'm sorry that my mom had to put me in speech therapy. So, bleh. <laughs> but, like, oh, I don't think that's a character flaw for Melina. Um, she's a bully. I am a bully. She's a bully. But I'm self aware of my bulliness. So. No, but, like, I don't know. I feel like, yeah, I let people walk all over me a little sometimes. Like, sometimes. But, like, it's out of the kindness of my heart. And I feel like some people just have to be selfless. And I'm just selfless like that. Just kidding. I'm the most selfish person that <laughs> you were ever meet. See, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I mean, I don't think that's necessarily you being too nice. You just don't. Like, sometimes people will do things kind of like, okay. And then they kind of push your boundaries a little bit. You don't push back. Yeah, and then I snap. And then you snap. But then and it's then like. people think I'm crazy. And because you didn't push back in the first place, so no one even knows that they crossed a boundary. Well, I'm like, I don't know. My mentality is like, if it doesn't bother me that much, why am I going to say it? I think it has a lot to do with the environment I was raised in, though, to be quite honest. Because, like, I always, as a kid, was like, oh, well, they, uh, that's just how it be, man. That's just how like, I don't know. That's just, like, how I was raised. So I think that's just how I am. I was sort of raised to be more of a passive person than, like, a pushy back person. I was always told that confrontation was bad, so, like, I tried to avoid it. Fair enough. Shaniqua is struggling. The next one is for me and says, Her anger could look like it could kill a horse. 
That was Josea. That was Josea because um, she also did mention that to me in person. Um, yeah, when you're angry, it's like really terrifying. Like I am scared of you when you're angry. Yeah, sometimes you know, every now and then I okay, not so much now, but growing up, I definitely had a little bit of a manger manger. Yes. Anger. Oh, wait, 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 you also had anger management issues? I mean, I was never, like, diagnosed or anything, but I definitely was too angry sometimes. Oh, my mom tried to put me in anger management classes. I would just get, <laughs> like, for example, if there was an assignment in school that I necessarily didn't understand or, like, I wasn't grasping the concept, I would get so violent, not violent, but, like, so mad about it. And I would start, like... I would just be so pissy. My mom would come in my room and I'd like yell, like, get out of my room. I need to be alone. Like, my life is falling. Like, just so dramatic for no reason. And I definitely have that way more under control now. But every now and then, if I'm in the wrong mood and someone does something to push my buttons, I lash out. As the person who is often pushing those buttons, it's scary. <laughs> I've never gotten blindly mad at you, though. No, but, like, I can tell when you're getting there. There are times. Like, you'll, like I'll, sometimes I'll, be, like, touch you, and you'll be like, no. And I'm like, oh, I gotta back up. Gotta back like, up. Uh, I'm like, gonna go to my room. But, like, Bye. I've only gotten, like, blindly mad at a few people in my life. And you are not one of them. I'd like to hope not considering the fact that you want to live with me in the future that is true i mean you've seen me when i was at my highest point of anger uh, memories memories i do remember that yes i chose to block out the trauma it was not directed at jillian it was definitely directed at me anyways moving <laughs> on um the next one jillian i lober her souped much josea is she making fun of your texting? She was drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the timestamp on that. Um, uh, I thought, okay, that is a flaw of Jillian. She cannot text properly, even if her life was on the line. Yeah, if For my example, life was on the line, I could. I just choose not to. There are some times her texts are so bad that I cannot even decipher what she's Here's saying. You, ah, I'm hold going on, to sorry, Short break, short break. You say my texts are that bad. Diane always understands what I'm saying. So clearly you just don't want to try it. Uh, yeah, I honestly don't really <laughs> want to try. Um, I'm trying to find an example. Are you scrolling through our text right now? Yes. I give her my phone and this is what she does. She scrolls through my texts with people. Violation of privacy. That violates the First Amendment. Wait, no. What? Which one's the one about privacy? The Fourth Amendment? No, that's the right to bear arms. I have no idea. Okay, never mind. Y'all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> or, like, <laughs> I'm reading this one. Like, she came into my work and texted me, I chose a bad spot. The sun is in my eyes, but I don't want to move. Would you want the rest of my croissant? <laughs> but that's decipherable. That's not No, I'm just saying, like, that's just funny. Um, <laughs> no, because I didn't want the rest of my croissant, but I didn't want to be wasteful. No, and the sun was directly in my eyes. I was getting so annoyed. <laughs> like, I was this so annoyed. This one. You sent me the show, Physical 100, and you were like, <laughs> like, these people are so impressive. And then you go, 
And it really shows Luke build Doran equate strength and athleticism. <laughs> and I'm going to be the, say the one where you take... No, because she texted me a couple days ago and went, I have tea for you. And I went, thank you. I Kobe you. <laughs> and it's like, I literally responded, what does that last text even mean? And she didn't respond. <laughs> and I literally remember sitting there looking at that text for like five minutes being like, what does that even mean? I was mean? trying to say that physical build does not necessarily equate to the best potential physique and overall athleticism. I didn't get that from Luke Doran. <laughs> I, I was like... You I should was, have understood that. I was like, at a loss. I don't know why you didn't, but like maybe you should work on your deciphering. I need to work on my deciphering. Oh, maybe you should just text better. Uh, or maybe freedom of speech. Okay. First Amendment, baby. Next Achoo. one. This one hurts. I love this for me. I love her even though she's a fake blonde. <laughs> Big Tito's mommy. <laughs> yes. yes. You are a fake blonde. I am a fake You've blonde. You've been lying to everyone. That now. actually was my senior quote. Wait, what? My senior quote was like, yeah, I'm not a real blonde. Or like, yes, I'm a fake blonde or something like that. You know, okay, here's my thing. My school didn't allow senior quotes. So disappointing. I would have popped off with that. I would have popped off. Like, I think I could have done great things. But no, they were banned. I don't remember why, but they were banned. I think one too many people made a sex joke. Oh, probably. Okay. The next one is for you. It says nothing. And Uh, then the one after is for you again. It says, I'm too smart. Yeah. I don't know how that's a flaw, personally. Who put that? I don't know. But I'm too smart. I, I don't know. It says Jillian, I'm too smart. I'm too smart. I don't think At that's a flaw. 12.45 a.m. Yeah, some of the ones are like weird time. I know. I, I don't know. I, I personally don't think, think being too smart is a flaw, but and pop off, I guess. The final one is both of the hosts are bots. We're which not bots. We are real we are people. We real people have a heart and lungs they don't work all the time but i but do when they them. do but that's all the submissions we got yeah. none of y'all were serious i asked for y'all to be serious nobody in our relationships can be serious but now let's move on to lizzie's because lizzie Lizzie's- gave us like good insight and she gave us like she said she had more but then we got interrupted um but the one per each of us that she gave was really good. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Um, you can go first. Okay. So Lizzie said that my need for control holds me back, which I am a bit of a control freak. A lot of my anxiety stems from not having control in situations. So I try to go into every situation having control already to eliminate the possibility of any anxiety being provoked, which is a major way that I live my life. I go about a lot of situations and do a lot of things a certain way just so I know I'm not in risk of having a panic attack or something. Okay, Jillian, what are you doing? <laughs> but I'm tired. I only slept for one hour last night. So... And my mom and I have talked about that a lot growing up where she's like, you're like, really the only, I mean, 
honestly, really the only times that my anxiety flares up is when I don't have control. So you have control issues. I guess I have control issues, yeah. And she was saying with relationships specifically is part of the... She thinks my need for control is holding me back from being in a relationship. It definitely is. Because I can't control how that other person treats me. I can't control how they make me feel. I can't control how they feel. And it's just too overstimulating. So I just don't... I don't deal with it at all. And I don't then, think you like the uncertainty that comes with somebody else's feelings. I don't. I hate that. Because most of the time, it has ended badly and it has been out of my control so well, i don't like dealing with it you can't control anyone else but yourself melina no i know that's something because i have control issues my mom used to always be like you can't control anyone's actions or reactions aside from your own so always make sure that yours counts blah 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 blah, blah. thank you mother uh but i mean she has a valid point because i used to like freak out over the fact that like people's reactions would not be how I wanted them people would not do what I wanted them to do the right way blah 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 and then after a while I was like wait she's got a point I can't control them they are not puppets they have free will unfortunately if things went my way everything would be very smoothly orchestrated but like you just gotta like relinquish the control sometimes I know even if it causes you a little bit of shaky shake it's just hard to because I don't like the anxiety that it provokes, so I just avoid it. No valid. Yeah. And she said another thing, which honestly, deep down, I know it's true. I just haven't really admitted it, I guess, until last night, is that I don't necessarily try my hardest in school or try my hardest with like college apps and everything because my admission to schools and my grades, whatever aren't necessarily up to me it is up to an admissions officer sitting in an office deciding whether or not I'm good enough for the school and that is out of my control and I don't want my best self to be presented and to be told that I wasn't good enough to get in so I go into self-preservation mode and not necessarily give it my all so if I were to get rejected whatever it's like well I wasn't even trying that hard anyway and it's protecting myself well, I suppose that's one way to go about it. I don't know. With, like, stuff like that, I'm, like, I've sort of come to the census of, like, eh, I can sort of cruise by without doing anything. So I'm a cruise. I like to cruise. But it's also, like, I don't know. At least when I was doing admissions, it was, like, it's always rough. Because I always, like, I mean, even to this day, I think, like, what would have happened if? Like, what if? Because I called. The admissions office to at UCLA after they rejected me and I asked why <laughs> because I could not deal with the fact that I had been rejected two years in a row and they were like oh we would have we just like didn't have the space and I was like okay well make the space um, but like I don't know a lot of it is like at the end of the day like once again you cannot choose other people's reactions so it's like uh, it is what it is. I can't go back and change the past. Might as well change the future. You know? Mm-hmm. But I thought that was a very good point she brought up. Because deep down I always know I have like a problem with being in control. Or like problem with not being in control I guess. And I don't necessarily know how 
to switch that. Like, I don't know how to just, like, give up less control in my life. Like, it sounds easier said than done. But, like, it's definitely something that I want to work on and want to get better at. I just don't necessarily know where to start with that. Start with the little things. But, like, what even is the little things? I don't know. Exactly. For example, okay, for me, like, one of my things, I have a really bad issue with cleanliness. Like, that is one of my biggest things with, like, especially, like, living in our apartment. I constantly freak out over the fact that it's not a controlled, sterile environment. And, like, that is something for me to, like, struggle with. So, every once in a while, I'll just leave it. I just leave it. And you know what? I leave it for, like, 20 minutes and then I clean. Because of this, then, like, I did try, you know? But it's also, like, I don't know. My control issues get the best of me sometimes. I guess, yeah, I guess honestly living in this apartment has tested my ability to have control over things, especially living basically in a triple because I'm used to having my own room. I grew up having my own room. I never shared one. So like I'm used to having complete control over one space where I guess this year we still kind of do because our rooms are sectioned off, but it's still like basically a triple. Yeah. So it's like. For example, when Lizzie's boyfriend comes over or when Adelaide's ex-boyfriend would come over, I necessarily... Like, it's their room, too. I'm not going to be like, your boyfriends can never come over. But it's like, I'm letting go of having, like, control of solitude in my space because they have the right to bring people over. They have the right to be in there. And I willingly sign that lease knowing that that was going to be the situation so it's like giving up control of having like everyone silent or nobody talking like you know mm-hmm. so I do know. that's one example I can think of where it's tested my need for control I think it has helped you grow as an individual it has it has tested me sometimes it has really tested me but I, I also just need to learn to be more tolerable of people because people piss me off really easily. <laughs> they do. They really, I do get pissed off quite easily, which I guess is another flaw. I'm quick to anger. It's really bad, but I'm working on it. I'm working on like being more calm, being more zen and just letting things be the way they're meant to be. that's all I have to say about Lizzie's flaw for me. Let's talk about Lizzie's flaw for Jillian. Would you like to state what Lizzie said? Um, well, in the the condensed form, because she sort of went on a tangent about mine, um, I let my identity take the best of me. And, like, I use it as a way to, like, withhold myself from opportunities rather than allowing myself to go towards opportunities. If that makes sense dig deeper no (laughs) why i don't want to (laughs) jillian this is literally exactly what she was talking about (laughs) to a t no it wasn't yeah um como como what do you mean como como because uh, yes i know i don't know but i thought you were confused about that you let 
your identity. Like, you're not even willing to talk about it. No, my identity makes me insecure. Is that what you want to hear? Yes. No. Yes, because that's literally, oh my gosh, you are a child. (laughs) I am. That's the whole point that she was trying to make is that now you're now you're uncomfortable and you're <laughs> acting weird. <laughs> now Jillian is acting weird because she's uncomfortable. She's been confronted with something she doesn't enjoy. <laughs> I don't like confrontation. That is a very big flaw. But like you can't even talk about this flaw. I mean, I wrote a college essay on it. You did, but like you still let it hold you back. Uh yeah. Because it's a big factor of my life. It's a big... I'm not saying that it's a small factor. Like, it's definitely a big factor. But, like... Do you not want to overcome this at all? I mean, partially. But also part of me is like, hey, potato, potato. Vibes. I mean, I guess. I I choose not to confront my issues. Which I think is, like, a big character flaw. Which I'm surprised nobody said. I ignore my issues. Yeah, as we can plainly see literally right now. Oh my god, fine. You want me to confront my issues? I'll confront my issues. I was raised in a household that did not value ethnicity or race or culture. So therefore, I grew up never feeling like I fit in in any of my cultures. I am a mixed individual. I do not feel mixed. Literally, I have nothing to show for any of my cultures. And that makes me extremely insecure because then in high school, people would be like, oh, join the Latino club. Oh, join this club. Oh, join this club. And I'd be like, well, no, because I tried to join at the beginning of the year and y'all told me no because I was too white. So I don't know what to tell you. And then like, I don't know. It's just like a constant issue I have because like even like in the environment I'm in, it's not a very diverse environment. I do not feel okay or comfortable in undiverse environments because I suddenly feel like a standout. Isla Vista is a very condensed area with like a very strict beauty standard in a lot of sense. And I do not feel comfortable with the fact that I do not fit that because of my identity. Like it's just like, I don't know. Yeah, I, 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 I I'm glad you were able that. to speak on it though. That's a good step. Oh, being able you, to Melina. voice it. Thank you. Melina. I mean, honestly, After that you bullied me into voicing it. Yeah, bullied. It's what, bullying is what I do best, and it worked. Nobody drive this car off the fucking. No, please don't do that. Oh no! I cost. The cost? I cost. <laughs> I was doing so well, Melina. I was doing you so were. well. R.I.P. to your career. You bring out the worst in me. Oh, I bring out the worst you in me. You were really. the reason I cussed. Mm-hmm. I was doing so well. You did that of your own accord. No. I didn't hold, I did. I, I wasn't like Jillian. Cuss, cuss, cuss. <laughs> I was doing it so well. I'm sorry. But like, honestly, admitting a flaw or admitting, yeah, admitting a flaw is the first step in fixing said flaw, I feel. Or, because like, if you're not, if you're not if you're not recognizing that it's a problem then how are you ever supposed to fix it you know um, and, I ignore my problems Melina. did you not hear that and that's why there's still problems and that's why there's still well, problems well you know what my therapist thinks I'm doing well so that's good according to her my character flaws are not a priority in my life so I mean as long as they don't directly interfere with your day to day life then I feel like 
it's not the worst thing in the world. Like, obviously, there are issues. I should have asked my therapist what she thought my flaws were. Oh, gosh. We bring Jillian's therapist on our podcast. I'm like, Candace, what do you think? But Candace is like, um, I think this violates HIPAA. I think this violates HIPAA. Us publicly sharing your information on the internet. <laughs> I'm like, hey, yo, Candace, how you doing? But, I don't know. I... I low-key wish people were more serious. Actually, not low-key. I really wish people were more serious when we ask because I do really want to know what my flaws are from an outside perspective. See, my big thing is I've always wanted to know what other people think of me. Me too. When I was younger, I was like, I wish there was a book written about everything anyone has ever said about me so I can just know. Uh, maybe not everything. Oh, I want to know everything. No, because I know what some people have said about me would make me, like, actually lose it. But, like... I don't know. It would be nice to know what people's opinions of me were. Yeah. Because I feel like for a large part of my life, people have, like, people view me as, like, a very sheltered individual in a lot of ways. So, like, they just, like, sort of keep their opinions to themselves. And I'm like, I want to know. I, I want to know what you think of me. Which, honestly, I've gotten kind of bold like that with that. Like, I've started to ask people, like, what are your thoughts on me? What do the you think of me? nobody ever gives me a genuine answer. I've gotten... At least recently, I have gotten You're scary, answer. though, when you ask. I go, what do you think of me? And people go, eh, you're nice. No, I catch them off guard. You have to do it at, like, the right moment where I'll be like... I wake you up. Melina, what no, do you think of me? No, Melina, tell me. Stop screaming. <laughs> no, but, like, it just kind of, like, flows a conversation. I'll be like, yeah, like, we've been friends for a while. So, like, what are your thoughts on me? And you just stare at them until they tell you. I cannot do prolonged eye contact. Oh, it I makes hate. Me nervous. Bro, I hate eye contact. That's another flaw of mine. I hate. Prolonged eye contact. Prolonged I hate eye contact. Which Nick brought. Shh, stop. Nick brought this up a few weeks ago. Was like, you don't like eye contact, and I was like, as I'm staring at the floor, I'm like, yeah, isn't that obvious? <laughs> I just, I don't know. Eye contact makes me wildly uncomfortable. See, I like eye contact if I'm comfortable with somebody. Like, I like to make eye contact. Oh, I if- feel like. It's one of the best ways to show that you're actually invested in a conversation or an interaction. Like, obviously, I'm not going to be making eye contact now because I'm driving. Yeah. But, like, in any other situation, eye contact is something that I personally think is a really good aspect. And, yeah. and I think it's a really good communicative tool to, like, be able to, like, talk to people and just understand, like, where they stand. I really only make eye contact. I make it a point to make eye contact with people when I first meet them because that's just basic respect is to show someone that you're meeting that you're giving them your full attention but from that point on it kind of slips my mind and I just kind of fall into like old patterns and old habits and I'll just like I'll stare at the floor I'll stare at the sky or I'll stare stare past them like for me eye contact is like a big thing like even at work I'm like staring at the screen punched in the order the whole time I'm like okay what kind of latte would you like what kind of milk and I just like rarely look up oh that's interesting I love making eye contact like, it's a little awkward sometimes, like, if you make it at the wrong moment. But, like, I think it's a really great way to communicate with people and just, like, truly see, like, how people interact with one another. There's been times where, like, I've been in deep, like, like serious situations and, like, in deep eye contact with, like, I don't know, specifically, like, with a guy if it's, like, a serious situation. And I'll just start laughing and look away, like, haha, stop looking at me, please. I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> Because I don't know. I don't know what it is about eye contact. I need to get better at that. But it's just like, it's too personal. 
I guess that goes back to me, like, not liking, not wanting to open up to people. Uh, you didn't even mention that. But I think that's an actually good point. I'd say that's a big flaw of yours. You're too reserved. I'm very reserved. Which is, like, odd. Because, like, if you think of reserved, you'd think more of me than of you. Yeah, because I am pretty extroverted and pretty outspoken. Just not about my personal thoughts. Meanwhile, I'm extremely extroverted. I have to become just a little comfortable with you first. Yeah. Ooh, hypnotherapy. But, I don't know. That's kind of all I have to say about the topic. I don't know. I think I have a lot of flaws. We didn't really cover, like, half them, but, like, I got a lot of flaws. I am the queen of pig... No, okay, here. Here is my biggest flaw. I love to find flaws in myself. Hmm. I love to point out to myself that I am not perfect. That's sad. I told you, nobody can be a critic bigger than myself. That is, I mean, that's with I everyone. I am my own biggest critic. That's with everyone, though. And I am fully aware of that. Because, I don't know. I feel like we should make a part two where, like, we talk about what we think our flaws are. Oh, girl. I could go on. We could go on there. and on. <laughs> It'll be, like, a two-hour-long special. Mr. Toyota, can you stay in your lane, please? But Thank you. Anyways, that is all I have to say on the topic. Thank you all for listening. Thanks, guys. We will see you guys next week, and we'll stay consistent, because now we've been recording like crazy. Have we? We. This is, like, the third episode in, that we've recorded in, like, three days. Really? What yeah. Wait, okay. We recorded anyways. two the other night. But anyways, have a great rest of your day, y'all. Yeah, Au revoir. Have a great day.